Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Talking Each Other Home. I am your host, Danny, and joining me today, I am so excited to tell you, is Kristen Hilmer. And I've known Kristen for a couple of years now. I was with her on the Abundance Project, and we've just stayed in contact after I moved from Colorado and just been kind of buddies for each other as we've gone through our dark nights of the soul and gone through these evolutionary processes that we've been through. And now we get the opportunity to talk about it and share it with you on the podcast. And so just to give you a little synopsis of what we talked about, and let me just tell you before I go into that. I know today wasn't supposed to be one of her energy healing sessions, but she helped me work through a couple different things that were going on. And she gave me the perfect message that I needed to hear right now in this moment, which was really to let go of control, to lean back into trust and to say, you know, God's got this. The universe has got this. I don't need to play that role. All I need to do is what's been put in front of me and trust that the rest will work out as it's supposed to. And so she really helped me. I, gosh, I want to say neutralize a bunch of things, but we talked about sisterhood and the importance of sisterhood and even healing some of the wounds that come up around other females and being in that space. And we help pull our, our divine feminine power out of one another. And so we talk about the importance of sisterhood. We even go into a little bit of the healing modalities that she does and is a part of, and that I've had the the joy and pleasure of getting to experience myself. So she does a lot of subconscious reprogramming and helping us calm the nervous system. And it's really all this beautiful work that's done in the subconscious space. And so she talks a lot about that. And we also talk about taking the charge out of certain things. So for me, something that came up was like feeling overwhelmed with all of the things that I'm into and want to be a part of and have my hands in. And so we talked about taking the charge out of that. And that was so helpful for me. It just neutralized it all and helped me see like I can operate even being in overwhelm and having a lot of things done. I can operate from that place without having the nervous system charge of it and just during the podcast, I literally felt the flow and the presence and the trust literally just drop back down into my life and into my body. And so I felt all of that starting to come up again. And so I really have to just thank Kristen for her wonderful, uh, Claire, her wonderful, clear channel abilities that she is. And she's done a lot of work on herself and she continues to be in that space. And, um, it was so helpful for me to be with her today and to work through these things. So Kristen, I thank you so, so, so very much. And everybody listening, I hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I hope that you know, the little, little healing energies that were swirling around us, make its way into your ears and into your life and leave a comment like, and subscribe. I would love to hear about, um, how you feel at the end of listening to this. Ah, so excited. Okay. That's all I have to say for now. I hope you enjoy the show and I will see you on the next one. Kristen, welcome. Hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. This is, I have been waiting for this day since I met you in like what, 2018 or 2019. Gosh, I don't remember. It, it's many lifetimes together. So the timeline of this one is confusing, but somewhere in there. <laughs> I agree with, 
I feel like we've definitely known each other for many lifetimes other than just this one. So meeting you, it felt like I met a kindred spirit in this woman who is just so connected and so powerful and so ready to transform in any area. The cacao ceremonies that I've sat with you, the traveling I've done with you with Juice Plus, and then beyond that, even now to recent time, just listening to your story, it's been so powerful and inspirational and so real and raw. And I just really have to thank you for showing up like that as a friend and a sister to me. Um, because it's been a really powerful for me in my life. Thank you so much. I so receive that. And mm-hmm. I feel the same about you. I'm just like so inspired by this path that you're on and the growth that you've had and that we're doing it together. And sisterhood is so important. Mm. It really is. Maybe that's a good jumping off point. Let's talk about sisterhood for a second, because you are surrounded by the most amazing crew of the abundance project, which is how we kind of met. Um, and that was my first real, other than like cheerleading in high school, which I wasn't understanding sisterhood yet. I just had some friends, but, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about why is sisterhood important and like, what has it done for you? That's such a great question. I am in like the midst of some really intense work right now and coaching and so much of it is founded in sisterhood and I mm-hmm. um I feel like who wants to come through <laughs> similarly to you I think it's like I there's there's always people around there's friends like I have good relations like it's pretty easy to get along with people um generally speaking it sounds a little egotistical but people enjoy spending time around me or at least the ones that are hanging around me are <laughs> <laughs> or, or the, around me do. And um, what I'm really realizing right now, though, in sisterhood, why it's important is because there are so many sisterhood wounds. Like there are the way that we judge each other, the way that we compare ourselves to one another. And it gets intense fast. And I was like spiritual bypassing it. I, I got all these friends and da, 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 like, and I would get overwhelmed by it. And then being in this, like this container that I've really thrown myself into the last six months, seeing like sisterhood is actually like where you have really hard conversations with each other, not like accusing people or blaming or shaming, but like bringing up the like, hey, like when you did this, like I felt this way, like looking at the way you reflect one another and the way you trigger one another. And like, it is, um, it is confronting as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so powerful. Like when you can actually like meet with another woman, another sister who can match that and wants to grow in that way, there is so much room for healing. God, that's good. What a good thing to say about sisterhood wounds and coming together to heal those and consciously communicate. And it helps you like if you can consciously communicate with your sisters and then see how the other side of that is you're even closer because everything's out on the table. You have no bullshit, nothing to hide, no gossip. It's just right there like, hey, and it takes a strong person to have those hard conversations, number one. So it's even just like they're helping you ignite your power and speak clearly and um, consciously. And so, God, that's so good. Thank you for saying that. Didn't even see that coming. (laughs) Well, you know, what's so interesting is I actually had a gal this morning. She had, we were supporting each other in some areas and she reached out asking for um, my 
insight on a project she was working on. Mm -hmm. And long story short, like I was like, I gave her a little bit of feedback and I was like, I need more time to like process this. Like, it just feels like there's a lot here. And I wasn't in the mindset to look at it when I had opened it. And she came back to me because y'all, we got like spidey senses if we actually tap into it. And she was like, Kristen, your energy feels really weird. Like something feels off. Like, what are you not telling me? And I like my go-to in these moments is like, I go into like compliant child. Like I was like the good kid, like the, the good girl, the people pleaser. So all of a sudden I was like, ah, I offended her. What did I do wrong? And we, we can get into get this conversation about like how I, what tools I'm really using to work through this and why I'm able to stand in this feminine spine where before I would like collapse on the floor because I didn't want to offend anybody. And I like took a few breaths and I just shared directly what actually was coming up because she called me on my bullshit. <laughs> That's awesome. Powerful. And it gives you space to be truthful too. And so yeah. I yeah, didn't like, even realize I wasn't being truthful. Like that's the crazy part. Like I wasn't even trying. It was just like, she picked up on something because my energy got wonky that mm -hmm. I, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> so it's like spidey senses and knowing how you are when your energy is like shining and glowing and, and in alignment and then feeling it when it's off a little bit. And it's, and it's cool because it's coming from a place of love. Like, and that's why, you know, that it's like, okay, to be truthful in that space is because she's not coming at you to like call you on your bullshit for a bad reason or for judgment. It's just like, Hey, like, I love you. Are you okay? Yes. And then it opens up that space. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I'd like to know about the tools. What's what's there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, well, my background has been in the world of like health and kinesiology and like nutrition. It's been an interest of mine for as long as I, since, since middle school, I remember starting to look at like nutrition facts and figuring out how to like eat healthy. And so um, just to share a little bit on my background is that evolved as I went to school and got a degree and in, in some of those things. And then um, I found myself working at a sports medicine clinic, PT chiropractic, but it was just off for me. Like I was not enjoying, um, not, I mean, Western medicine is a, is a, is a necessary thing at times and the, something was off about it. And I grew up in a really conservative Christian home. And so anything woo woo, I felt I was always curious, but I always kind of like that compliant child that I just mentioned. I was like, oh, that's bad. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to offend my parents. I'm who, all the, all the things, but I ended up enrolling in a massage therapy program um, and was really nervous because I had my parents, I remember them making comments about my aunt and my uncle who were massage therapists and how they were woo woo and just felt they were so judgmental. So I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be, you know, are they going to judge me? Are they going to think that I'm like off my rocker or who knows what? So I went into this thinking I'm going to do like remedial, like deep tissue sports medicine work. And long story short, 
I didn't know anything about Reiki or cranial, cranial sacral work. And I started seeing colors and I started getting by like intense vibrations in my body. And it was like, I, I never was scared of it. It was like, wow. It was like a re-remembering of like something that I had. I was just scared to like share it with my parents or people from my past in those really conservative realms. Um, and then I started like working with the nutritional products of Juice Plus that have been such amazing, such an amazing way for people to help um, support their systems with amazing plants. So that's what I was doing. And then a couple years ago, I start, I was in a low, it was like right before COVID. And so I was just in a spot, I was like, on like just crying all the time, like what is wrong with me? Um, and a friend introduced me to some neuroemotional work and it immediately intrigued me. It was like, I knew that I had this, this gift and this channel to help heal and hold space for people. Um, but I had been out of practice for a little bit and so this, my, the biggest, so the tools that I'm working with are a lot of in this, like how to regulate your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Yes. Eating a healthy and balanced diet helps with that massively. And what are the tools? What are the things in our system that really can, in ways that we can really support our nervous system? Cause our nervous system operates everything in our body. And it's like, whatever, um, like our diet and just let's use McDonald's for example, because it's like such a, like an obvious, like when you have a palate for like the high fat, salty sugar foods, it's really like, it's so intense. It's really hard to like change your palate to enjoy other foods that like don't have that high, high, high content of all of those things. And it's just like our emotions. Like when we're used to being like really angry or really like, for me, it was a lot of guilt and shame, like whatever pattern you're stuck in and none of it's wrong. That's another thing. We can come back to that if, if it feels resonant, but like working with like no, no emotions are bad. How do we allow for them? How do we accept them? And also like to finish this thought of, whatever emotions we're really used to having that really drive us the intensity of it's actually like really hard to regulate our nervous systems to allow them to be calm like if we're used to like go 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 i must do and do and do like it's gonna when <laughs> be really challenging to like step over into this like you know, you know, over here, like, I want that piece, but actually allowing it into your system is hard. So these tools with the neuroemotional work and rewiring these neurons in your brain through some of these tools that I use, that I worked with and learned about two years ago and have gone through extensive training have been massively helpful for me in calming and regulating my nervous system, as well as my clients. <laughs> And is this different from the rest stuff or the same? So rest, yes, 
it, it's a common, so RAST stands, it's a double R, rapid reprogramming emotional stress technique. And it's developed by a neuroscientist, Dr. Cynthia Scholes. And um, so it is that, okay. and it's bringing in the somatic work into that, some acupressure. It's a host of modalities that you, and it's amazing because you can do it virtually too. That's, and you know, I've had a couple of rest sessions with you, like, uh, uh, I don't know, a little over a year ago or something, maybe a little longer. And it was so powerful for me. Some of the stuff that we went over in those sessions are still with me. And I still think about them and they're still like, we went into the inner child and we went into my relationship and we went like deep into some things. And, um, some of that stuff is really still helping me. Like I think about it today. So I don't know if I've even told you that before, but some of those things that we went over and rest are still like with me. So it is very powerful stuff, what you do. And I love, so it even has like somatic and the acupressure. So it's cool to see like your pr prior, like the, the massage therapy stuff, kinesiology stuff, all kind of melding into this soup of what you offer now with your energy healings or your offerings. And so I guess what is like the somatic part of it, or give me a, like, what are you offering now? Because I only know rest from you. So what's like the whole thing? So I would say like, I work under the blanket of like the neuro emotional work and rest this technique that you mentioned. And I love that. I would love to hear more about that. Like, actually, can we pause right now? Cause I'd love to hear. And like, I want to like go pull up our notes because and see what the specifics were, but I'd love to hear more about like what that did for you. Because the beautiful thing with this technique is, I mean, if you think about an, a neuron, like the, the, the neurons that fire together, wire together. So we have these, like, if you think about a maze, like the maze keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just like the automatic, like synapse response in our brain. It's how we operate. It's, so what this work does is it actually, like they're doing brain scans showing that NET is a modality used there's a lot of things, but NET, Dr. Cynthia Schulz studied with NET, studied with hypnotherapy, pulled all these things together that she saw that were making the most impact in her clients over the last, you know, decades, over decades. And so there are studies showing brain scans of the brain rewiring itself, like changing neural pathways. So when you say you've seen lasting changes, that's one of the reasons I love this work so much is because it really is this domino effect of like re like whenever that most, most, um, events, most of the habits and conditioning that we have, like the way that we react towards someone, when we get criticized, the way that we, uh, for like the way we grip control on things, the way that, um, the way we react with money, the patterns in our relationships, like all of that stuff, like goes to like zero to five, if not prior to the, this life, but zero to five years old. And so if you think about a, a dom, like a, you know, the dominoes that you set up and you tick over the first one and it knocks it over. That's what this is. It's like, you're like pulling the weeds out of your garden, like rest and this neuro emotional work is like weeding your garden and actually uprooting um, so that you've got fertile soil to work with. 
And then this, like you tick over this domino and it ripples down the whole, the whole, the whole set of them, the whole line of them. And that's what this work does. It's like a, a reset on all of it for you to be able to like reprogram and not have these triggers around the things. And that's where I was like, do you remember specifically, Danny, what like some of those things were? Yeah, I do. Um, so one of them was about the relationship and I don't remember exactly like what we got into. It was probably some child, some, you know, like you said, really young, but it was, I think one of the affirmations that we went over was I let Ian love me. Mm, yeah. And that was, that was one. So I come back to that and that one's like, our relationship was on the rocks back when I lived in Colorado. Um, and now since then it's been like really, really good. And so I come back to that when I catch myself trying to take control over everything or trying to do whatever, to not let that in maybe, or just, I, that just really stuck with me. Like that affirmation just is in there now. And the other one was, I think I was like two or three and I wet my pants and it was about the, the topic was about being an entrepreneur and me being able to do it and me being able to have this business and manage my money and do all these things. And somehow we got back into two or three when I wet my pants and I had this feeling and I was so embarrassed and this feeling like I can't do it. Something like that. And then my mom, like she was here talking about something. She's like, oh yeah, when you were like two or three, you wet your pants and you were so embarrassed. And we were with, and I was just like, that really happened. And so to hear her confirm a point in my childhood that she remembers, and she's like, I felt so bad for you because you, you were literally humiliated at three years old because you are an achiever. You like to do things and get it right the first time. And she's like, so even that young, I knew that about you. And somehow we linked that to my entrepreneurship. And, you know, that was a couple of years ago. And even now, you know, it's, I think being an entrepreneur, you're continuously stepping into, you're continuously doing it and, and like getting better at managing time and money and all these things. But I come back to that and like, I can do this. And so those were the two that really just stuck with me, like that I can just recall in an instant like that. Amazing. And now that you share them, I'm like, oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> and it is, yeah, this work, you go in and you, um, yeah, like the channel becomes really strong to locate these original events and then clear them and, and heal them. Mm, yes. Yeah. And, and becoming conscious of them too. So it's like, if that comes up at a point where I'm like, I can't manage money or I can't do this business thing. It like, it goes back to that. Oh wait, yes, I can. It just has an, a new consciousness and a new awareness around that feeling. So maybe it came from that point where I wet my pants and I can do it because I'm potty trained now. I don't do that anymore. Um, right. So it's really just bringing conscious awareness to it and I think that's a lot of it too, is the awareness. Like I let Ian love me. I didn't even know that I wasn't letting him not letting him in. So I love the work that you do, Kristen. And I'm so curious to see, and I'm sure everybody has little stories like I do after working with you. And we did this virtually. We did this on zoom. We did not do this in person. So like this work can be done virtually and it just speaks to the power of it. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's been some really amazing people well some people have they are amazing people and some of the breakthroughs they've been having you know I'll get a message a couple of days later and sometimes like with one of these I was like holy shit really like you did that already 
Yeah. So thank you, Spirit, because it's not, you know, it's not us. It's us being a channel for the God-given gifts that we have mm. to help serve and love on and yeah, be inside of humanity. Yes, be a spirit inside of humanity and being a clear channel. And actually, I kind of want to talk about that too, because I know we've talked a little bit before about energy stuff with you and how it's kind of in your lineage in a way, or it's something that has been downloading about, you know, you've been getting these little breadcrumbs here and there for like ever. Um, and I want to talk about the person that's doing the sessions and like, you have to be a clear channel and you have to hold the certain vibration, even when you're giving massages, like there's a certain level of awareness and, and, um, vibration that you have to hold in order to be in these spaces and to do these rest sessions and to do these different healings and offerings with people. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your journey, um, into becoming this kind of light in this conduit of spirit to come through and work through you. And what's that clearing been like? And I know it's not always the most sexy, amazing, sunshiny thing to talk about, but that's what makes it so good. And so juicy is that like, I think everybody goes through like a dark night. Um, but I'm just curious about your journey to being and becoming, because we're always in the process of this like beautiful channel that you are. I love this question. And it really just like to emphasize, like grew up in this conservative home, like that very strict on church and just like language and what I can do and what I can't do. So I was like inside these tight lines mm-hmm. and I, to just say like the dark night of the soul, like I would say February, it broke for, it broke for me, but I was like four months of like, who am I? What am I doing? So I feel like I'm like just coming out of like one of the lowest lows I've ever had in questioning everything. So I want to be so transparent about that because it's so common for people to have this experience and feel like you're alone or that you're crazy or all these things. So I, I, I grew up just like truly being conditioned and trained to think there was like a way of doing something and that you have to like and that being very biblical based so literally like one way and then also this like you have to like work hard to get ahead so this like okay I gotta like work hard to like to make the money and to like you know create the life and be worthy and I would say that um I had another breaking point. It was right before COVID, like right as I was starting to like be trained in this work, I feel like it's such a miracle. Of course it was, you know, exactly how it's supposed to be. Um, but my, uh, inside of my juice plus business with these nutritional products, it was just like, things were getting so hard. It had like been flowing and being, it was like, easeful and fun and then all of a sudden it just got so tense and things started like disintegrating and like just the drama inside of the relationships and I like went in back into that compliant child I was like ah 
like I did something wrong. Like everyone's upset with me, um, all of these stories. And so in order to, I would say what, to bring it back to the question you asked around like being this channel for healing, what I've really come to realize is like, even as a massage therapist, like I would step back from the table and like bless the person I was working with. But I, I am a Reiki master as well. So like charge that universal energy um, mm. and just work to be a conduit. <laughs> and the more I did that, it was just like the greater results my clients were having and uh, it was so beautiful and I would, was doing the same thing inside of the, the abundance project our team that was helping thousands of people with these nutritional products and just praying and meditating and being in the space of flow and then when things really surface like I said like right beginning of 2020 and everything was so tight. Um, I got really scared that I, you know, it was like, I don't know how to like facilitate this. I don't know how to lead these sessions. Like I just all of a sudden started questioning myself and my leadership. And that's the thing is like, we're not in control. And I feel like we hear that, but these, this like, second bout that I'm just like stepping out of that I'm really that you're really that we're really not in control and when we can like surrender to the flow of what's happening because I remember there was a time with these sessions that I had um, I'd closed down my calendar for a little bit I went on like a two-month trip with my husband and I got back and I got really nervous I was like I don't know how to do this anymore like am I even good am I going to be able to help help people and I stepped back in and it was the same thing like being in meditation breathing like being an open channel and letting that fear step to the side because I had done that, like I have done, I have received so much of this neuroemotional work to help see, like to help be able to stand inside of sisterhood like this, to be able to stand in my strength, to be able to be okay using my voice and speaking honest truth, to be able to be okay and let these judgments aside, to be able to um, release control. I didn't actually realize like what a control freak I was. So using this work to help release so much of this baggage and so much of this tension in my system. Um, and this work, you can actually pinpoint like your body knows, like if you drop in and take 10 deep breaths, I can guide you very easily to what's, what is a trigger in your life and where it's associated at in your body, and then guide you through this process of releasing the emotions around these energy centers. Um, so anyway, using this work to clear the debris, to be a clear path, and then not be in control. Because I came back from this trip or, you know, this has happened a handful of times now. I come back feeling like, I don't know how. And then I 
do what I shared, like step out of the way and use the tools that I have, the things that I, that I know Mm -hmm. and let my intuition guide me. And that comes out of like, sometimes I'm shocked by what comes out of my mouth because it's not, you know, it's, it's something outside of myself. I'm just being a conduit. I'm just being a channel for that. And then like ending the session and getting these messages moments, days later, I'm like, I can't believe this happened. Thank you so much. And that's where it's like, that wasn't me. Like it was me helping hold space. And it was me being this channel to help you in this transition, this healing, this transformation. Um, But that's what it is, is getting out of the way. So good. I needed to hear that right now for so many reasons, you know, my retreats coming up and every part of me wants to like control it and like figure out everything. And the more that I step back, the more magical people just come into my life. But there's a couple of things I wanted to comment on. So I heard like you did a lot of neuroemotional work on yourself and something that has been coming into my awareness is like the healing we do on ourselves is the healing we do on other people. And so often I know for me, I try to heal, 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 serve everybody, help everybody get out there and just be that person for everybody without ever doing the work on myself, other than a couple random things here and there. But I, you know, once I went to the retreat and came back a different person, I was like, Oh, I see now like the healing I do on me and my vibration is actually how I help others. It's not by being there every single time that they need me. It's by doing my own work and stepping out of the way. So huge. And also letting go of the baggage. And so I think about all of this as like a vibrational level that we reach. So like once you reach a certain level, you can connect with the Reiki energy or be a clear conduit. Or like once you start to rise in evolution, then all of these different powers, cities, energy things unlock for you. And being a conduit isn't just about doing the things that raise your vibration. Yes, it's eating the good food. Yes, it's getting out into nature and doing these trips and whatever it is. But it's also letting go of the shit that keeps you under water, letting go of the baggage, getting rid of these wounds, healing this, healing that. And so that like speaks to shadow work. And maybe that's a good place to go next is like shadow work because people think it's all sunshine and rainbows. I'm like, oh, let's just go to these retreats and let's just do all these, you know, psychedelics and do this and that. But that's all like high, that's all like high, like sunshine stuff. But that's not what it's about being a conduit. It's not, that's not the only way to raise I think about it like we have ropes tied to our feet and boulders on the end of these ropes and we're underwater. And sometimes all we need to do is work on severing these ropes that are tied to our feet. And then we just, then we just rise up to the top. And so shadow work for me is like severing those ropes and going into those triggers and those sticky points and those things that we don't really want to talk about. Um, So, so much came up for me. And I feel like that's the work that you do to become a conduit for healing. So I guess, can we go into a little bit of like shadow stuff and what that's been like? For you? Okay. I feel like I've heard this word for years now, and it really has been the last six months that I mentioned that it was like, I went there and it is scary. as fuck. Yeah. It's so hard. And it's so beautiful because that is where the healing is. And we can chase the the sunshine and rainbows. And I, trust me, I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, at some point, like, 
it loses its luster. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta like keep doing the, the dirty work to then experience it and, and that it even heightens. And so I think it's so interesting. I was like, I wonder why we're starting with sisterhood because everything happens for a reason. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Like those conversations are so hard when you're actually like doing the work and like asking for reflections of like, where am I? Like, what are, pick me apart. Like where, wh what are you seeing in me that I'm not seeing in myself? Where am I, where are my blind spots? And so I remember Danny, it was probably in January or February of this year, you, you walked me through that analogy you just shared that visual of like floating to the surface after being like anchored and tethered to the depths of the seas. Oh, and I can like feel it in my system right now. Just the like, oh, like this deep breath in and rising up. And I would say that, so with this neuroemotional work and with rest and this, the things that we're talking about, the services that I offer people, um, I want to ask you a question and then we can, I can talk through this with more ease. What would be an area, maybe close your eyes and those of you listening too, like take a deep breath. <sighs> and drop into your heart center, into your body, because so many times we live outside of ourselves. And if I were to add, taking one more deep breath, if I were to ask the question, what area in your life do you feel most overwhelmed, most blocked, most triggered, most charged around right now? Is there an area that comes to you? My business. Yeah. Like running. And what, go ahead. I was just going to say running, doing it all. And then, you know, different triggers within that and different overwhelm. Yeah. It's just a lot. And I would definitely go into like asking more questions around the, you didn't use the word control, but like the overwhelm and like managing everything. And so um, that's where we, we dive in, into the depths of that. And for this purpose, we've got some great things to work with, because I, I would imagine that most of us can relate to being in management, which is ultimately a form of control. Like I said, I didn't think that I was a controlling person. And I thought I was like, cool girl, like, we'll just let it roll out. <laughs> and I was to an extent, but I have this like icky, like, grip on things that I really I was actually like I didn't realize I was manipulative the way that I was and that's so like hard for me to say publicly like I'm like ew who <laughs> wants to be around someone who's who's manipulative but on some level this like grippy control was like a way to manipulate things the way that I wanted them to be so if one of those words connected with you or the overwhelm of something that you need to do. So the shadow work is like really looking at these patterns and like how often this shows up in our life. Mm. And again, as mentioned earlier, like 
going back to the original event. And a lot of times the original event is not something that's like, sometimes it is like trauma. And a lot of times it's very simple things like being an older sister and like trying to like stop your baby sibling from like throwing a tantrum or, or something like that. And so you're in this, that's when this like control like kicked in in your nervous system in this five years of age that I mentioned earlier. Um, so that just being like a made up example, but very accurate. And the thing is that this work, as you mentioned, like can really help um, like with the rainbows and sunshine. And I love that. And it also is like looking at the ick. Like if, what if you were okay with being in overwhelm? Like if you could take overwhelm and just look at it and be like, huh, like if it didn't have a charge, what would that feel like? Just more free, more accepting. And how much more flow would come into your life? Oh, just as soon as you said that, I felt it. Like it just opened up and like the grip of, or like the heaviness of it was just like, oh, it's just overwhelm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this work, it's like um, neutralizing it, right? Like the, like being okay with, like, what if you were okay with your anger? What if you were okay with your overwhelm? And it's a, and to say that, like, I don't want to get into all the, all the details of the work because it's, um, I don't think it's necessarily relevant right now, but essentially it, it is like clearing the, I'm okay to be overwhelmed. It doesn't mean, or let me, actually, let me use a different example. For me, when I was coming in, one of the things that I was feeling super insecure about was organization and inefficiency. I was like crippled by this, like, I, this, like, I don't know, or I don't know how. And so I was like wanting to clear these things to like become organized. The thing with this work is, or any work, you can't like, it's not like, um, if you're not motivated to do something, it's not going to give you like the magic pill to be motivated to like become the like organized aficionado if you will if that's in your makeup and you already have that as part of you absolutely but it's not going to be like it does that make sense yes Mm -hmm. cool so I was like I want to be organized I want to feel efficient I am feeling overwhelmed and insecure and the thing that we ended up working on the woman who introduced this work to me she's like what I'm hearing you say is that we actually need to clear being okay to be inefficient. And I was like, uh, what? Because I don't want to be inefficient. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's not, it's not saying you're going to become more inefficient or become more disorganized. It's clearing the charge around when your conscious mind is telling you you're inefficient, you're unorganized. So just like we said with the overwhelm, like if you can just be like, oh, I just got the shivers. Like (laughs) the recognizing I feel overwhelmed. I'm feeling 
disorganized, like, and allowing it to not like hook you and like draw you into the the shame spiral. It's that like even playing field, just keeping you much more chill, not the spiritual bypass sort of way, but actually like, right. I mean, if I haven't been clear about this, like this work is regulating your nervous system. And what I said in the beginning, your entire body operates off your nervous system. And in fact, the the stat is that at least 90% of you, you know, operates on your subconscious. And this work is all inside of your subconscious. So subconscious, you can't feel it. You're not aware of it, but it operates your programs, your patterns. It's, you know, making your heart beat. It's it's like changing your stomach acid. You have 50,000 thoughts a day. And like most of those 50,000 thoughts are like the same things that are like beating yourself up. And so if you, if that's your program, if that's 90% of your brain, like just in this emotion, like how does that start showing up in the tightness in your chest, in that aching in your back, in your, your hip going out? Like it's this compounding tension in your system. And so this, this work helps regulate our nervous system. Yes. And nervous system, when you said nervous system again, and then you said the word charge, it made me think of like the electricity, it runs through our nervous system. And so as soon as we said, I'm okay to be overwhelmed, I felt the charge of it totally dissipate. And that uh, clued me into the nervous system of it. Like I'm okay to be overwhelmed. And now automatically I feel like I can handle everything. So it took that emotional charge out of it. And like kind of up here in this space and it's more here now. All right, we've got this. You got a lot of shit to do, but you're going to do it and you can handle it because the universe wouldn't give it to you. If you weren't able to handle it, you just need to take the emotionality of the charge out of it and go keep going forward. Because the thing is we have all these things to do and it doesn't help. Like whether, when we have the charge, it doesn't help it get done faster. It doesn't make those things go away. And so it really is, like you said, regulating the nervous system. And when that is regulated, we do our best work that's when we're able to be present and in the moment. Totally. And like, you just I mean, how much, <laughs> to say that last part again, you just healed me. <laughs> Yay. Yay. That was medicine, yeah. bro. Oh, it's like, ah, I mean, how many times do we have the to-do list in front of us? And we're like, ah, like, I mean, like need to like get these things done. And if you actually like, that is, that energy that you're checking things off that list is not energy, not energy that people want to be around. Like the work that you're putting out there is not, not super magnetic and attractive for the most part. And you can operate and convince yourself of that for a while, but depending on like how you operate, I don't know if we've talked about human design inside of these, inside of your podcast, but that's something that's been so insightful for me. People operate at different paces and you have to know what yours is and get right with that. Like, what if you were right with the fact that I'm a person that needs to like take a 10 minute nap, a 20 minute nap in the afternoon? I'm like, no, (laughs) but if I was right with it, like how much more brain power would I have to like step back into my to-do list, probably erase half of it and like prioritize the thing that feels the best to me. 
like what thing feels the best and, and step into that and be in the space of alignment and have so much more fun with our life. My God, we take things too seriously, myself included. <laughs> God, that's good. And then speaking about alignment and magnetism, my coach, Claire, who I think he, I would love for you to yes. meet. Um, I love that too. <laughs> she talks all about being magnetic and teaching me how to be magnetic and even like pulling in all of our energy tentacles. Cause I, like you, I have so many people to talk to. I'm managing a bunch of people. So, and I just love to have friends and talk to people all the time. So it's like our energy though, is like spread out in all of these ways. And it's like pulling it back into the center, creating magnetism. And it becomes like, uh, it's also alignment. So looking at your to-do list and like you said, what feels the best and whether you're writing an Instagram post or an email or talking to somebody on the phone or booking an appointment, like that is all an energy exchange and people can feel your energy through an email and through an Instagram post. And it's like, did that feel good? Or were you just checking that off the list to do that? And I've totally been in both arenas and I find myself really balancing between the two things and always reminding myself, get back to magnetic, get back to your core, get back to your roots. Like what feels good? Not what is like just a, a check off the list because I do have a very long to-do list and there's two ways to do it. It's either like magnetized and in alignment and feeling good and in the flow, or just like in the masculine check, 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 check. Um, so that was really, that just ticked off a whole other thing for me too. So thank you. <laughs> totally. This is feeling so edgy for me to say, but are you open to one of these sister reflections that we started yeah. with? In the sure, sure, sure. So what I'm hearing you say takes one to know one is like you said, I've got all these tentacles out. Like, you know, I'm in contact. I'm coaching a lot of people. I'm sure on some level you feel like, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't want to make assumptions, but like a pressure or an obligation for them to succeed, for them to have a breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Or just to be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. is, that's like so much pressure to put on yourself. Yeah. And it's, and I, I say this to myself too, because it's like, that's, it's fun when things are working. And then when things aren't working for that person, it gets really tight and feel like I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing enough. And a book that I just finished reading is all on codependency. And that is a crazy topic and like getting right with codependency and how often like I put, like, why do I operate the way that I do? And like how much of my, like, um, especially inside of the abundance project, how much of that like disintegration that started happening amongst the team was because of codependent patterns or me feeling like I needed to like, that I was obligated to show up a certain way or I wasn't providing enough value or information to someone that was asking. And I was putting so much pressure on myself. So just like, mm. I want you to like, if you feel maybe there's a particular client or there's a particular like group that you're working with, allow yourself to like, feel that, that, that like, okay, I like, I want them to have this breakthrough. I, I'm, I like things are feeling messy. I'm, I'm feeling, um, yeah, just the, the, the weight of my responsibility. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that in your body in a certain place? In my heart. Yeah. And a little bit yeah, on the shoulders. Yeah. What's the, um, what's the sensation you're feeling in, around, in and around your heart? 
Mm. Kind of a heaviness. Yeah. And now, like recognizing that, allowing it to be truth and, you know, just like acknowledging it. And then like taking that, like placing your hands at heart center as though you're like pulling that out of your system and putting it palms up to the heavens for God to take care of. I'm gonna blink my eyes open because I had a mentor of mine this weekend say, I like when things get messy at this coaching container that I'm a part of, she's just like, things are getting messy. Things are feeling really uncomfortable. I'm feeling really stressed out because I want to make sure, just like I said, that you're getting the breakthrough, you're getting your money's worth. And she's like, what I'm, I got like shivers all over my body right now. She's like, the thing that I'm actually doing is making myself God right now. When in all reality, I'm not trusting that God's got this and God's got you and that everyone's on their own path. And I can't control that. It is not up to me. Just like you said, Danny, like as I'm doing my work, like it's doing, helping facilitate the work and the people around me. So how do we like do the things that feel, uh, bring us joy, doing Mm -hmm. the things on our to-do list that, that light us up because ultimately like that's the energy we want to have. And that in this, like, program that this old system that we're operating in of this uh, nothing against men my god I love men I love my husband like it's but the patriarchy of it and this like masculine energy of how we operate that's that's old like give give that up and like I'm um Danny you would love this book I'm reading I'm just finishing I'm I love books most of them uh if I'm being honest on audible these days and let's be honest it's sometimes hard to like for me at least not an auditory processor for the most part so anyways I'm (laughs) finishing a paper book in my hands and it's so satisfying and I'm like ripping through it it's called the surrender experience experiment by Michael Singer I think is the last name Michael Singer and the surrender experiment. And his whole thing is like being in this space of like in in that deep inner space of like meditation and you know that space, like you're just, you're like Mm -hmm. inside and operating And then at some point you have to like open your eyes and like be in the world, like, and be in this walking meditation, but he starts doing this experiment, which is something I'm just starting in my own life after being inspired by this book of what if I actually did, I only did the things that lit me up and the things that were placed in front of me, like trusting if I actually trust the flow of the universe, spirit, divine, God, like 
that my next step will be placed before me. I don't have to force it. I don't have to control it. I don't have to effort it. And his whole life, it's like a crazy success story with like so much humility and humble, like his humbleness. It's incredibly powerful. Wow. Um, there's so much there that I needed to hear. (laughs) And it seems like it's all coming back to trusting. And, you know, maybe there is a string of like codependency and me wanting everybody to do well and, and feel good and have breakthroughs and have transformations. And I love what you said, like, that's me not trusting that God's got this. We were all brought together for this reason. These people are in my mastermind. These people are coming to my retreat and that's like, that's it. And I have to just throw it up to God's got this. And I don't need to play that role. That was a huge, just epiphany. Like, and again, it comes back to trust and surrender. And it seems like that's the, the medicine that I need right now in this moment. So thank you for doing this with me today, because everything happens for a reason. And that is the message that I've heard probably through this whole time that we've been talking is like trust flow, surrender, intuition, clear it out. Like all of these things and like let go of the charge and release the nervous system. So it feels like I know that like, we didn't do a full energy session today, but even just with you sharing your wisdom and what you've learned, you've actually really helped me, um, take the charge out of my nervous system and lean back into the universe and say, I don't, I don't need to have this right now because God's got this. And I know we that I love God's got this and God is God universe source energy, however you want to look at it, but God's got this sounds really good. <laughs> it's like the yeah. it's, it's, it's a simple, yeah. Catchy. <laughs> uh, so like we got to wrap up soon, but like, what's, what's next for you? I know you're in this coaching program. Like what's next in your journey of evolution and of healing. What's really exciting to you right now for your healing path. Yeah. Can I say one more thing before I answer that question? Yeah, please. Yeah. And and I literally just got this this weekend. So I want to give a shout out to Amy Batuski on this because she, with her coaching, she was like, well, if my, if my clients have breakthroughs, then I'm a good coach. Right. So how often, if I do a good job as a healer, or like, if I help you, then I get the like badge, this codependency of like, now I'm respectable. I'm admirable, or I'm a good coach. Like how much do we, do we do things? And again, it's so subtle, but it's like the manipulation and control in order that feeds our ego. So if we just let it all go, like what can happen from that standpoint? And my God, I don't have it mastered. But it was like a huge hit I got this weekend of like, holy shit. Like that's so vulnerable one to say as a coach and then to say it to your students, but how much healing and energy is there when we allow for that? So I just got the hit to share that as well. Uh, That's huge because it neutralizes what we do. Cause it's like, whether people have a breakthrough or not, it's not you. You're just maybe one of the, you're just the conduit. You're the instrument. And whether it's you, like whether it's great or bad, like it neutralizes the whole thing. And I love that because it takes the ego out of it and you're just a hollow bone and you're like, 
I'm your instrument. Let's go. This isn't me. This is actually you. Yes. I'm like loving watching your face. <laughs> I got jaw, 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 yeah. jaw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, feels so good. And so what's up for me is I am just so excited to be working with clients in this capacity, mm. to be working in these packages that I, that I, it's, you know, it's healing work, but there's also coaching involved in it. And so I'm dialing that in too, because I'm really realizing that it's a similar healing and coaching are a similar thing. <laughs> um, so having my calendar open for clients to utilize that I'm so excited about, um, and just continuing to grow myself. I'm inside of an intense coaching container through the summer. I feel like every week, I know it sounds a little cliche, but it's like, I go through like another portal or two. It's like so much awareness. Um, and so I'm just excited to see what I'll, you know, how I'll continue to become a clearer and clearer and more vulnerable and exposed channel for the right people to reach out and inquire to see if this, this is of interest to them. And so I'm so excited for that. And on a personal level, my husband and I are getting ready to do part two of a bike tour. So we're going to take six weeks off this summer and ride our bicycles. We rode from our house in Colorado up to the Canadian border last year and Canada was closed. So we had to turn around, but this year we're going to start there and pedal up into Canada for six months. And I'm just so excited to like, let this flow continue to last. I'm like, just like fully immersed in the middle of nowhere in the Canadian Rockies and see what messages God goddess source has. Amazing dream and I saw your pictures from your last bike trip and it was like everybody in their life if they can should do something like that once because it's for me it's it sounds like you're going through all of this inner transformation you're going through these portals with this coaching program you're helping your clients and then that's your time to integrate and to be so you're doing right now you're getting coached and coaching and then that is your time to like be a being and not so much a human. So that's really beautiful that you have that balance coming up. I'm so excited to see pictures. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And like where, and I'm going to put all your links in the description, but like, where can people find you and get more of Kristen Hilmer? Yeah. So I have an Instagram account. I've been very inactive, which was freaking amazing. Um, but I know you'll link that in the, the show notes so you can reach out to me there. Also the website that's linked has, um, a contact form that goes directly to my email. So in all reality, minus me being on the bike trip, <laughs> I'll probably see that first for the time being until I decide to step back into social media. But I did a lot of these rest sessions around like being okay to like step back from social media because I've had this pressure that I'm like, I have to like show up on social media in order to have a successful business. And it was like really like causing a lot of dysbiosis in my system. I felt, I realized how unregulated I was around it. Even though I was being truthful in my posts, it was just like putting so much pressure on me. Yeah. We should talk about that. <laughs> I need a question around that. <laughs> That's amazing. I might need a session around that. Um, 
And so we'll, so they can find you on your email and then book a session with you. If, if some of this stuff is resonating or they're feeling yeah, the website, the website has like just a brief description of what we talked about and then, uh, access to my calendar to book sessions if you want, or the ability to contact me via email. Okay. Awesome. Kristen, God, this was so good and perfect timing. There's a reason for everything and why today was the day that we decided to record this. And we like, we should do this again. This was just straight up magic and healing in all areas. And so this was lovely. And I would love to have you on again and just keep swimming through the evolution of our lives. I would love that post bike trip. We'll see what unfolds. And yes. I know there's going to be so much for you too. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. So, all right. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on. I appreciate you so much. I love you and appreciate you so much. Thank you, Danny. Love you. And everybody else, thank you so much for watching, for listening, for joining us for another episode of Talking Each Other Home. I will see you on the next one. Peace. Mm-hmm.